Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Walking Dead TV podcast, episode 339. This is Russ, and we've swapped out a chub toad for a Dr. Current this week. It's Aaron and Daryl. Hey. Hey, I stayed awake. You did. (laughs) And watch the right episode. I, man, I tell you, that AMC special, you know, extra thing throws me off every time. I hear you. Well, no news that I'm aware of. I know there's been some, I saw some like, you know, comments about last day of filming and just a lot of mm-hmm. like, I think, I think Norman Reedus put something out there after, you know, 12 years. He's, he's like, I mean, quote unquote, last day of filming, right? Like, I mean, right. they're, they're, exactly. they're doing a whole nother, whole nother show, but. Um, but still for the main show, I mean, I, I imagine it's gotta be somewhat bittersweet, you know, as far as, oh, sure. so, sure. but no other news. I was hoping to see if we get something in, uh, dead in the water, but I haven't heard anything else about dead in the water. For I, I was, I was waiting to see a, a, a trailer pop up or something for it. Uh, but when I wasn't distracted by the Oscars on Sunday, I was like, is there a dead in the water thing going on? Yeah. <laughs> Tick tock. I mean, we're, <laughs> yeah, yeah. as we record this episode, there's allegedly what a, like 11, like two weeks or something before it's supposed to premiere. So wow, it's crazy. Um, so yeah, so no news this week. So we're going to just dive right into season 11, episode 14, the rotten core, uh, which where we're, we're definitely seeing the rot, um, pick up <laughs> um but we pretty much pick up this episode where we picked up where we left off last week um with carlson on the roof um and trying to get a hold of lance uh to let him kind of know what's what's going on um and maggie and her crew are in the building kind of making their way um to to try and get aaron and, and gabriel out i um, will uh i'll say this mm-hmm. <laughs> last week i i i I feel like I jumped ahead now watching this episode as far as my reaction to the bodies going off the roof and us mm-hmm. not seeing like the down, like the actual impact oh, yeah. of yeah, said yeah. bodies. Cause right. first off the bodies get up this week, which are like, Oh, okay. So we're, Check get off bodies. Get we're, not, strong, we're not done with these. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. a strong word. Get up. They just, yeah, they got, they, they awaken. Yeah. <laughs> and this they episode, awaken. yeah. I mean, this episode starts with the bodies that got thrown off the roof last episode. So, um, and uh, we'll we'll get back to this later, but I'll just say, be a copa. <laughs> I, I, I jumped ahead. <laughs> and there we are. All good. They're saving the budget for the for the after. Apparently. Right. Um. So after we get back from the the cold open, uh, Daryl and Carol meet up, uh, and they're curious if they've either one of them's heard news from Alexandria. Neither one of them has. And they agree to have lunch. It was just a very weird, like, uh, like yeah, it's a date. Like, it's very kind of like cozy, friendly uh-huh. conversation. It was just kind of, kind of funny. Um, 
just like they, they're just going about their day. Like <laughs> Daryl shows in into the police station, <laughs> like mm-hmm. and uh, he's you know, whistling he, the Andy Griffith theme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's like every he's playing clothes. Everybody else has got their uniform on. He's just kind of like strolling in, you know, waiting to hear his assignment. Um, and so Daryl and Rosita get actually get teamed up. So uh, to to get, to get their patrol assi- assignment, and then of course they gear up. Um, and they're given an assignment, and then at the last minute, <clears throat> these two guys come up and change their assignment and say, "No, well, you." Well, well, real real quick before it gets, it's not just that he gets the assignment, but they're they're rolling through the police station, and Sebastian's like talking up his his skills and his, his training yes. and all that, right? Yes. And he asks, and he and he, he looks at Daryl walking by because this is a bad choice already, uh-huh. and he's like, "Tell him, Daryl, aren't I doing great in my training?" And he's like, <laughs> and Daryl's response is wonderful because he's, he's like, totally backhanded compliment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he, he gives he gives him like a look. He pauses and he's like, "Yeah, real good stuff." <laughs> like it was a little clap, and yeah. they start laughing. That's what sets him off. When they yeah. start laughing at, that's what gets Especially him going. Especially when when is the <laughs> the woman he's trying to to you know charm yes. yeah. is, uh-huh. is cracking at looking at him like embarrassed for him and cracking <laughs> up at the same time. It's great. Yeah. 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 Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we cut back to uh, Maggie and uh, I stopped you. I stopped you because yeah, then they come and give them this, the other assignment. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so Negan, they Negan and his crew find end up finding Maggie, and they agree to sweep the building, um, and and you know cl- clear it out, and then get Aaron and and Gabriel. Uh, so then we cut back to um, to Daryl, and so this is where we get the lowdown. Sebastian wants Daryl and Rosita to go <clears throat> to a safe room in a house that's surrounded by a not not really like a horde, but but definitely like a a, a big gathering of of walkers. Um, because apparently in there there's there's a safe room, and inside the safe room there's a safe, and inside the safe there's a bunch of cash. And so strangely, they used. American dollars in the Commonwealth as actual like I mean we kind of saw this earlier yeah. you know, when when you know with the whole records and the ice cream and everything else, um, and so Sebastian's been his mother's cut him off and so he's trying to devise this scheme to get this this cash. Um, <laughs> this um, the introduction of this plot was crazy to me because like first they're like Daryl and Regina just kind of going a certain way. And they're like wondering what this plan is. And Sebastian just appears out of nowhere to yes. like explain everything. And I was like, how did this of all people sneak up on them? <laughs> right. Like yes. with a walker car- like they carried a walker the entire way too. Yeah. Like they, that was some hell of a, that was hell of a stealth for the two people that are really good at catching these kind of things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're getting sloppy when they have nothing to do. <laughs> just got See? And Daryl's like, no, I'm not. I'm and then the other thing is Okay, if they really rely on cash, like, wouldn't there be cash everywhere? Like, I don't know. Maybe they've yeah. done a good job in the interim of rounding up all the cash that's been. I, I don't know. I, I, I yeah, guess maybe I that's guess. how they build their initial <laughs> war chest is they literally went everywhere and gathered up all the cash. But mm-hmm. it just seems like, okay, at some point, people were probably just leaving cash or burning it to keep you know warm. Or well, like, they were, there, should be, right? there should be cash everywhere. Like, nobody, yeah. like who cares about cash? 
Um, but anyway, I mean, so they're they, like random rural parts of Virginia and North Carolina, wherever they are, and of what because they're not in Washington. Like I can understand them just not having access to stacks of cash. Yeah, it's the whole thing was weird, but but I get little yeah. little clearing. It. I mean, if they got fifty thousand people and an order and you know an organization of stormtroopers, I'm sure they've gathered the cash nine yeah. years or whatever into the apocalypse. Yeah, I guess, especially yeah. since they've been taking places over. Left yeah, and right. True. True. Um. So Daryl's like, no, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna do yeah, that. Yeah, no, like, like, no, no, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah and then money, so, it's yeah. toilet paper to us. Like, yeah, exactly. He's like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Like, why are we, yeah. why are we doing this? You want what now? Yeah, what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're both incredulous. Like, yeah. well, like cash. Like, what? What? what um, but then Sebastian starts threatening. <clears throat> not, well, Daryl takes it as a threat on the kids. Oh, it was meant. And and. So D- Daryl just loses it, pulls a knife, goes right on, right up on Sebastian, and the, of course the t- the two guys try to put their guns on on Daryl. Rosita raises up her rifle against the two other guys, and Sebastian's like, "No, you misunderstood. Like, I can make life easy for them. Like, it wasn't he wasn't saying like I'll have them taken away or you know whatever. He's he's basically like, uh, 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 Daryl, I'll, I'll I'll argue this. I think he believes that." I think he believes that how he said it, because he's only focused on, he only cares about money in class. Right. He, th- he thinks that that does sound like a great deal. It's like, well, think about your kids. And Daryl, obviously, would anyone, all of us, because we're not that person, we would also think that it's a threat. But I think to him, he actually does think it's like, look at this amazing deal I'm offering you guys. I'm right. gonna, you're going to oh. get money for this. His, his first foot forward was thinking he could inv- advance them because he's come from a life of privilege. Yeah. But... I also think if ultimately if Daryl uh, and and Rosita declined, he would have turned it into I can make their lives hell. They'll they'll no, basically exactly. be no, oh no, exactly. yeah, and janitors, you know, and he's that, watched that'll be procedurals like I have, and he knows what to say in case you know the if feds he, are listening. If he got pushed that direction, yeah, no doubt yeah. he would have turned it yeah. around immediately. But exactly. I do think initially what he was saying was your kids. They're going to be great now. Like, I think he really uh, yeah. meant it thinking that that would work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, of course. Uh, um, so he basically tells him to, to gut up and, um, and to head on in. So, you know, they, they and that, hence the Walker that they walked up with. Right. Yeah, that was a little clever. I was yeah. like, Oh, that's why that's there. Even so yeah. It makes no I, sense, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like Rosita. Like, this is such a, it's like a bad cop movie. Right. Yeah. This is this is uh, Rosita just has it. She's already cutting up by you know the bodies, put the blood on her. Like, if we do this, this is it, right? You're not gonna ask us to do another stupid thing like this. I'm out. Like, this is it. We're out. Yeah. If we do this, so I liked how they kind of reacted that way. So they ultimately they just they they agree they they realize their their hand is kind of being forced. So they cover themselves up in the in the mm-hmm. in the guts they work their way in and they've been down this road before too this, i mean especially this group right these two they've they've had to deal with these kind of people you know over the years it's oh, like sure, yeah. it almost felt like they just like oh we got to put back on that mask we had some civilization for a while for a minute 
and now we're here to the now this is the real shit that we've been dealing with. Yeah. You know. Well, it's funny cuz Rosita's like you want all four of us to go up against them and he's like no 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 no. Like, no, 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 no. No, A we can't use guns because they count all the bullets and they'd wa- they'd wonder why there's a deficit and these two knuckleheads can't go in with with knives. They they <laughs> they basically wouldn't make it. You two are yeah. like yeah, you two are huge. worldly. You 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 yeah. can handle this. Um and so I'm they, glad no one said they're retiring or something. This yeah. Is their last day on the job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they make their way inside the house. Um, they and they find that there's uh, there's a woman that's inside like the safe room part. And Daryl. Um, April. April. Yes. And um, they forced they forced her and twelve others to uh, to to do basically what Daryl and Rosita are doing. And three of them made it in, and the other two turned on each other, and that left her kind of all alone by herself. What does what does turning on each other mean in this scenario? I'm just like, that's what I was figure wondering. That out too. <laughs> like, like, I wonder they, if they were like, "Hey, we could." Well, yeah, I know, because it's not like they, they could they, say, "Hey, let's take the money and leave." Like, because they right. didn't even get they didn't even get the fucking safe open. <laughs> so exactly. Like, well, like exactly. what does turning it, on each other mean? And, and and the money has no value outside of the Commonwealth. So yeah, and it's not like they could take the money and go back into the Commonwealth. Right? I mean, like, I, I don't know. There was, it was no just blood a, splatter, right? So it wasn't like one shot the other. You know, then what yeah. happened to that person? Like after they did that. Yeah, I, I'm calling a lot of a lot of BS on April's story. <laughs> yeah, fortunately, fortunately, it never it, it it doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't much matter. But yeah. it was a neat like turn of events as far as oh, he's definitely got people to do this before. That's interesting. Yes. Like that's that's a, that's a fun twist right. to it. Uh, I will say, this is neither here nor there. I was disappointed with the the inside of this mansion. Like the outside, it looked like a mansion. Yeah, the inside it it's like like, like a farmhouse. The inside it looked like they had like three rooms. Yeah, like there was yeah, like a front, ranch. There's like, like a typical ranch house. house. Yeah, there's a, like a ranch. Yeah, yeah. yeah it did. It did. I was like, this, this looked pretty nice on the outside. Kind of lost the budget yeah. <laughs> here on the inside. Well, it looked like an old set from the you know from the. It did. It you know, like like just from the low ceilings. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That right. doesn't ultimately matter much, but it just like no. stuck out to me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm with you. <clears throat> All right, so we go back to our, the other crew, and we find out that uh, Negan got married, and uh, so Annie oh. that we we see uh, Negan mm-hmm. and and Annie uh, got hitched, and mm-hmm. he kind of sort of explains his leaving, you know, because Lydia's there, and she's like, "Well, you didn't, you know, say you, goodbye. You didn't even say goodbye," and he kind of, it, you know, kind of explains it a little bit. And the interesting thing here is Lydia is seeing the light on the Commonwealth. Like Lydia was full in on like, I'm ready to go. Like I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm out. I need normalcy. I'm ready to go here. And now I think Mm -hmm. she sees like, no, this place is just as bad as every other place. Like these people, she compares them to the, I wrote it down. She compares them to the whispers. Whispers, They're like the whispers. They just wear different masks. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And they take everything just like they do. Yep. There's we, a there's a bit of a confrontation with Negan and Aaron where Aaron he says something you know like a neat company you keep referring to Michael Bean's character yeah uh, but but Negan has a good line back where he's like says the guy that rolled up with the Gestapo right <laughs> yes I like that I yeah because like he asked didn't he ask him like if he helped him put the heads up on the yeah exactly. on the shelves yeah yeah. 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 yeah yeah um so then we find out that. Uh, Herschel stowed away. So I guess that answers the question of who was watching Herschel. Clearly yeah, somebody nobody. vastly <laughs> incompetent. Um, 
I mean, nobody because he stowed away. So he had to get there right the, right yes, the second they left. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he did a terrible job of watching Herschel. Yeah. And obviously nobody got on the walkie to tell Maggie, like, hey, we can't nah. find Herschel. Nah. I, <laughs> this would be the dumbest thing if it didn't lead to some of the best scenes in the episode. But yes. like, it's so dumb. That yes. Like, they probably had to get Herschel involved. <laughs> but it, it works out. So whatever. It's, it's the old stowaway story. Yeah. Oh, oh Herschel. Um, like to what avail? <laughs> like, I don't even yeah. know why he did it. Like, what did what did he think he was doing? Uh, um, so obviously, the Commonwealth people find him in the truck. They take him inside, and of course, Negan Negan to the rescue. Negan takes yeah. that guy out, and he has he has Herschel. Um, Very precise, too. Yes, we find out Annie is pregnant. Um, mm-hmm. Twelve weeks. Twelve weeks. So that means it's not Negan's, right? Because it's only been thirty days. Well, no, it's, well, it was, it was 30 days a couple weeks ago. Well, <laughs> when the flash forward happened, wasn't, wasn't that 30? No, that wasn't 30 days. No, the, the, fla- uh, the flash forward is six months. Oh, six months. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, gotcha. I got okay. The, the 30, that the, was his baby. The, okay. thir- the, th- the 30, she's, cause she says it. Annie says too, it's mm-hmm. his, okay. uh, yeah. but the, th- the 30 days was the second episode. Right. Uh, okay. Right. When, right, right. when Daryl and them are already at the Commonwealth. That's right. Okay, I forgot yeah. it was six months. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. it's six months away. Okay, so get. that makes sense then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Plenty of time. I mean, Negan, you know, getting big, like Negan resolving his dead wife's thoughts. That's uh, right. Finding another community, finding a woman, getting in a relationship with her, and having a baby—that's a lot to take in. But it's, but beyond that, the timeline still tracks out. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, okay. You know, Negan's Negan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but annie knows about his past like maggie makes a point of like well you know he's a bad person whatever and annie's basically says yeah i did things that i'm that were terrible too and so did he Mm -hmm. and now we you know and and which goes back to the conversation negan had with her it made me think exactly back to that conversation where when he even back when they were in the train, yeah, and he's saying you know that that whole thing. Like I I do like the the um, I do like that that conversation comes back, and even if they didn't mean it to be like, there's a look on Maggie's face. I don't you know even if they don't mean it to be that she's thinking back to those conversations that she's it's starting to drill into her like that you've done stuff too, like you just did stuff like you know, not that long ago, the last time that you were with Negan where you killed a bunch of guys. Yeah. This this episode, I'll get to it more at the end because I think there's some stuff with Herschel that comes up and everything that that, uh, that fleshes it out more. But I had some very, I had some very com- complex and conflicted thoughts on my, what I think about Negan and where he's at and everything mm-hmm. else, which well, that I, I would say all that's good. I'm glad you have those. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. Yeah. 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 I, 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 yeah. I figured you would, but I mean, it's, it, it all helps that Jeffrey Dean Morgan is doing like just amazing work on mm-hmm. this show. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the writers seem to get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm very happy about these things. Yeah. Yeah. I can, you, yeah, you could never forgive him for what he's done because we've seen it. 
But the show doesn't make it easy to no. yeah to cook to to con, to contend with all of these different things going on. Right. Yep. It's right. made him vastly more interesting to me, as I've said many times over the years. Yeah, it is. And these it, better seasons with him. And he's not a regular villain where you know usually the the thing is the tendency is to just to lie and make up a whole idea past that had you know you don't want your the woman you love to ever know. That it's very you did like these things. It's very like Magneto to use like an X Men reference kind of yes. kind of thing yeah. going on with him to some degree. Yeah. But he's honest about it. Yeah, like that's that's the other thing that that's a different thing about Negan is that he doesn't hide what he is either. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so speaking of which, Herschel talks to Negan about um, why is mom why does my mom want you to stay away from me. And Negan's very the vague. He's like, "Well, you know, I did some I did some stuff that was really bad." And then Herschel pulls out a gun and tells Negan, "He's like, my mom told me a bad man killed my dad." And he's like, "Are you are you the bad man or whatever?" And Negan doesn't lie to him. Negan tells him, no. "You know, yes." And um, I like that he got that that the, the kid picked up on that, and he said he was a bad. You yeah. know, and he said he was a bad guy. He, he could have just went along with it, but yeah, I, then, I, I don't want to go out of my way to bash Judith, but I, I enjoy what Herschel's bringing more than what I, what, what Judith generally brings. <laughs> I, I do, I do think it's an effective performance from Herschel here. And what I also like is the solution to this scene because it's really well acted between mm-hmm. both of them. Yes. Yeah. What I like yeah. is that it's not Negan like pleading for his life or no, pleading no, for something no. random. It's mm-hmm. it's the if you shoot this gun, everyone will hear where we are, and therefore right. the rest of these people will get hurt. I that's such a great like subversion right. of how to get out of this scene that I really enjoy. And he can talk to. I mean, as monstrous the things that he's done, he is good at talking to children. And yeah. then you think back to his past. He was a gym teacher. Well, yeah, and, and his relationship with, with Carl and Lydia. Lydia and Judith. It all pulls and, from that. Yeah. It, it all pulls from that. He was he, he was a teacher, pretty much. I yeah. mean, he dealt with kids every day, so he, he had a way of and connecting I, with them. And I think yeah. he th- knows that, at least, you know, from the, well, I mean, Carl, maybe not Carl so much, but like Judith and, some, and, and even Lydia, they don't really know him as you know Negan like sure. Negan they, Prime right you know right. They, yeah. they, there's no there's no impression of him they have beyond this guy who seems to have nice things to say to us yeah mm-hmm. they know based on what they've been told i mean obviously Carl, right. like i said Carl's kind of an outlier there but yeah saying saying right. Carl though yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the rest of them you know they're going off of what everybody else says not from what they've seen directly so mm-hmm. um but yeah he he's able to kind of talk Herschel off the ledge and just basically say like look you you'll you kill me but but these other people are going to get hurt and so he lowers a gun. Lydia is able to take it from him. It shot well too. I like the the dawning realization on Lydia and then the rest of the team yep. or the group right. that they're seeing what's happening. And so and it because it it gives Negan a reaction to a little bit of a face twitch when he's like everybody looking at me as I'm doing this right now. There's just there's a lot of little details there that I really enjoyed. And then when Lydia takes the gun away and Herschel walks away and they stay on Negan, mm-hmm. he doesn't like start like bawling or crying but no, he, he, but he wells up, up and he's mm-hmm. yeah because and and again not because he's like oh thank god i he, this kid didn't kill me he's like this kid has every right to put a bullet in my head and yeah and yeah. you know he sees um well know. as being a father i mean that the other thing too is 
to know all this stuff is, you know, to have all these scenes with him and, and also know prior to this that, yeah, he has a kid coming. As a father realizing what happens if they somebody take like like I took, you know, Ursula's baby, you know, father away from him, something he's he I took I can never give yeah. back. It hit him being a father now that if the same thing had happened to him, and that's a human thing for us to do, right? Sometimes you don't care, like you don't think about these things until you uh, uh, go through this life journey yourself, and then you go, "Oh, that's why people mm-hmm. react the way they do." And he just had that revelation of inside, like it wasn't, you know, something he knew mentally, but just that, re- just that, if he felt it now, that you know, if I'm taken away from my child, yeah, what would what would happen? All right, so back to Daryl and Rosita. Daryl gets the power on, um, or mostly gets the power on. He right. gets jumped. Because he's an electrician now. Oh, of That's course. right. Yes. <laughs> he, he he takes, like, what, a pair pliers. of pliers and just shoves them into the thing. And it's yeah, like, yeah, sh- I made a connection. Of a fuse to, Only yeah. thing missing is some scotch tape or, you know. Uh, electrical, yeah. Duct tape. Duct tape, yeah. Something. Yeah, he uses the, the pliers as a fuse. Um, but then it, it, was, it was a little dark. The, you know, the, uh, the scene was was very dark, and they used the <clears throat> obviously the strobe for for a purposeful effect. But at first, when he took the armor off, did he take that piece of armor off and use it to stab the walker in the head with? Yeah, like, they the have those piece? edges. They have those edges. And then he found the bat, and then grabbed the bat. Yep. And then I guess yeah. he took some of it off just for mobility. Like it, he was able to kind of move a little easier. Right. And then obviously yeah. because of the fact that it was covered in guts and nasty. I do like that he's pissed the whole time. Like he's just pissed that he had to do this the whole time. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's fighting them. Um, so yeah, so he gets the power back on. They get back into the into the room and try and get the the safe open. Um, and of course, then the power resets again, and the alarm goes off and starts making all kinds of noise. And uh, what cracked me up is so Rosita ends up. Instead of just ripping the panel out of the wall, like <laughs> dumb, You're, that's dumb, Russ. Yeah, <laughs> not only that, but the sound yeah. doesn't come from the panel. <laughs> like, that's what I was. Right, you can rip the you panel. Can, off. You guys, you guys are silly. Obviously, <laughs> you just hit it really hard. That disables alarms. Okay, <laughs> that's how that's how crooks uh, do. Okay. That's how that's how the wet the sticky and wet bandits got away with it. They just <laughs> yes. hit it really hard. Uh, that's that's how. <laughs> That's how um, oh, oh, okay. that's how every master thief does it. That's just, yes. they just hit it really hard with a rock or whatever they have. See, this is why I don't Obongo. steal from safes. Yeah, I can't figure that out. Oh, safes are just as easy. According to Daryl, you just you shove a crowbar, crowbar into and, it. Yeah, pop just, it open. Yeah, this really guy's hard. this guy's good enough to build a literal safe room so nothing could get in, but he's got a safe that you could open with a crowbar. Yeah, why would you need uh, anything else if you got a door? Yeah. <laughs> Like, true. I know he did the lockbox thing with the safe, and it worked. Yeah. Um, Daryl being Daryl, I can't stop laughing. It's like the alarms going off, and she's like, yeah. "I gotta do this stuff. I'm moving the wires around. I'm trying these codes are not working. Uh, what if I just hit it really hard? Yeah, <laughs> that'll work. And it did. So they get it. I wasn't even supposed to be here today. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Remember the Thomas Crown affair when Steve McQueen's like, just hit it really hard. We'll get it yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Um, so they get the money and, you know, they, at this point they've, they push the, um, 
they pushed a desk up in front of the, the door to, to block out the walkers from getting in. Um, they've got all the money. And then all of a sudden they, see, they just hear a ton of, of gunshots, a, you know, just a, just a bunch of, of gunshots. Well, first they're trying to figure out, okay, we got to get enough. We don't have enough blood. Right. Right. Yeah. They, put they yeah, the, they're like, we don't have enough guts to, to get back out. Uh, yeah, this is wonderful. This scene's happening and the gunshots are going on. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to the screen watching this. I'm taking my notes and watching what's happening. I get a phone call and I have to pause it as the door's about oh, to be open. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> for like 20 minutes waiting to turn the thing back on. Oh, <laughs> God. Like, <laughs> well, and it's funny because when I hear all the gunshots and stuff, I'm like, okay, they made a point already of saying that they can't use the guns. Exactly. And exactly. I'm like... So if this turns out to be those two yokels from from the beginning, then a why didn't they just do that in the first place? Like I was like, I was not giving the writers the benefit of the doubt at this point, um, which I had I had so many thoughts on who it could be, uh, and we get one of them at the end of this episode. So I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I also thought it. Oh, did they just was this a lie, and they knew that this was yeah, yeah or know. maybe they you know once they knew they got the money, they're I, I don't know whatever. So, yeah. but anyway, the d- door opens up and it's Mercer and Carol. Um, and Carol's like, "Yeah, you didn't show up for lunch, so I thought something was odd. So I went to Mercer, and he's just like, okay, oh, see how easy it is to check on somebody when you don't see him. Yeah, yeah. If only they could do that with children. Yeah. Um, so of course, at this point, they they so so how how did they reason that this is where to go? I don't know. I, the only thing I can figure, because I thought the same thing. I'm like, how the hell did they like, know? Do so Carol's like, oh, he's not at lunch. I guess I got to get Mercer, and we'll just go to, like, I don't know, one of the no. houses that's in the distance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is they they had their assignments, so they probably document all that, and then it was changed at the last minute, and those other two uh-huh. guys came up and said, no, you're going to go on this assignment. So yeah. my guess is maybe their orders were changed. I guess Mercer and would so like Mercer have was able well, to look at access to it. This is why think of a, a that they base this on like a, a cop procedural because it's little details like this. You go, well, how did how did they know? Well, in the real world, they just get on the radio and be like, You're right. "Where are you?" You're right. But, but there's no radio, so how did? I mean, they do have radios, but my, my guess is like, yeah, I think I think because of the detail change and everything else, Mercer knew. Mercer had a way to, to to kind of figure it out. Now, how Carol was able to just walk up to Mercer apropos of nothing and just be like, "Hey, Daryl's kind of was supposed to meet me for lunch, but he's you know not show like in Mercer to well, Mercer yeah. to take that as oh yeah let's go let's go find him. <laughs> like you come with like Carol like, being Carol you know Carol does do that yeah yeah anyway gets you to do things yeah suspension of disbelief later. Yeah. <clears throat> Here they are. They well, just, I guess we go with he's also suspicious. Also, he doesn't really trust, even though he's following the, you know, the flag. Sure, much, sure. But he doesn't trust any anything that if they give him enough compelling reason, he dis, he he knows what bastards they are. Also. Yeah, I mean Mercer. Yeah, definitely Mercer knows knows what's going on. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so they do show up. They decide to just you know. They they kind of swap out some of the gutted up armor, the nasty armor that um, between Carol or between um, Rosita and Daryl, and give it to April. And they decide to they they realize they need to make their way out quietly. That they a they don't have much ammunition left, you know, in general, and they need to to kind of be quiet. It's funny I noticed none of the especially Carol and Mercer put a nothing on their face. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. This is we're in that point of the show where (laughs) the the amounts of gut gutting up required is variable depending on uh, what Uh, what the what the show decides we need to clearly see, such as somebody getting you know eaten alive or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) It's definitely one of those. Do we really need to do that? Let's let's always remember the second episode of the series where they're like, you know what? What if we just have a wearing giant tarps covered in guts? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Versus Nick Old Man clothes on Fear of the Walking Dead being like, yeah, if I just put on some war paint on my face, I'll be good. Yeah. Uh, so as they're trying to make their, their way out, April gets caught up on one of the walkers and she starts to get attacked. And then, of course, Daryl comes up and hits it with a knife. And then then they just they just decide to just go for broke and kill all the rest of them. And it's too late for poor April. She's she got got. It was so fast, too. Yeah. Yeah. And then Rosita, her story. Yeah, Rosita uh, comes down and chunks her in the head to to kind of put her out from coming back. Mm-hmm. And she's visibly upset. Oh yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. she got you know, she she bonded with her for a second. She like April said she had two kids. Like, you know, she's hurting from that. Yeah. They lost well, and her. when April when they first got in there, April ran up to Rosita and hugged her. Like Yeah, yeah they bonded. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. All this for, for Monopoly money. Like that also has to just piss them off even more. Yeah. It's nothing. This means nothing. So we cut back to Carlson, um, who and his crew, which they're at this point, they're going floor by floor. They're trying to, to root out, um, Maggie and the rest of them. And they're trying to find the weapons. He's a, he's a wrecking ball in this scene. I, oh, yeah. I, I enjoy it. Yeah. He's, he's, he's carrying a liquor bottle too. Mm-hmm. He's off. He's off his rocker. At this he's, point. he's full. He's full Colonel Kurtz at, right. at this point. Um, and Negan and them are kind of like hiding on the other side of this closet and ready to, you know, kind of ready to go. And then all of a sudden, right as they're getting close, they hear all this noise and it's Gabe and Aaron. And mm-hmm. which I'm assuming they did that on purpose to lure them up to the roof is my That's guess. That's what I thought. Yeah. Oh, the rooftop showdown was fully intentional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they are, of course, get, get get up on the roof and then it's it's Gabriel and Aaron and Elijah is able to stealth he's backed in full Elijah mode with the mask and the right. two and the two weapons and the whole nine yards. Uh and he's able to get the drop uh uh on Carlson and his men. Yeah, get the drop on Carlson and his and his guys. Um and then <clears throat> and then Negan's men kind of ambush the other the other troops. Um and so he kind of backs Carl's Aaron backs Carlson up kind of against the edge of the building and he's trying to reason with them and everything else. And Aaron just pulls out the gun and shoots him twice and he falls off the roof, uh, which we do. We do actually see him fall. Yeah, from the ground. Let, let me lay this out. Yeah, bit because it's, it's pretty wonderful. Yeah, yeah. It, um, <laughs> you have this whole yeah you have this this confrontation where now it's basically everybody versus Carlson and he knows that he's like he's lost yeah. <laughs> this this scenario and Aaron's the one that has has had the most interaction with him like he almost shot Aaron last week until the gun was either ammo ammo or jammed or whatever the fuck um, and so yeah it's that whole Carlson trying to say things to get out of this and then Aaron yeah he puts he puts a couple in his chest which is great because it's like that armor so it just you know it just knocks him back yeah. and. You can easily see that this is what we're going for. It's like, well, right. he threw a bunch of people off the roof, so he has to go off the roof now. Yeah. But I still smile because, like, oh, that's a wonderful way to take this. So he oh, falls yeah. off the roof. Oh, and then yeah. it's like, oh, so he can't. And when he fell off the roof, too, I was like, oh, okay. So 
like that's why we that's why we got the shot at the beginning of the of the walkers waking up it was all foreshadowing which yeah. was wonderful <laughs> so yeah. you get to see him getting like day of the dead style eaten alive on the bottom because he can't move anywhere yeah oh uh, that was great and yeah the the Im- seeing him impact on the ground that was what i was like oh yeah i jumped ahead <laughs> they, told me, <laughs> they say they saved a good one for us to see yes yes <laughs> so no so good stuff i was i was like as much as i um, liked this Carlson character for the two episodes we got. We got two weeks with like one, one and done characters, basically yeah. him and uh, yeah. Yeah. Michael Bean. Uh, but uh, I liked the, I liked what he was doing with that guy. But hey, you know what? He went out swinging. <laughs> I was yep. Happy. With so no more Carlson. Uh, so now Ooh. we we cut back to uh, Mercer, and the, the two, of course, those two troopers decide to mouth off to Mercer because they think they're in the you know in the good seat with uh, with Sebastian. And um, Mercer asked him, like, how many people did we say? And that's when they say they sent in 30 or 40 people. And then Mercer just shoots both of them. <laughs> um, yeah. which I love his. I'm sick of this shit. Yes. Yes. That he has. Yeah, I he's totally it. like, oh, okay. It's, a, it's a, such a great facial reaction after yeah. he shoots them because it's like, this is first before he shoots them. Yes. He's at this like, oh, this is nonsense. And he shoots them and he has this such a look of like. I did something that's like over the line, but entirely justified. And yeah. my next move, I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I, and I get a <laughs> sense of, I've had to do this before because I just know how rotten these people are. Yeah. Like it's, it's just the point of keeping as much civilization as possible. And he's had to, well, you and, know, and Mercer's an order, you know, he's kind of a, you know, a true believer in the sense of, like their their purpose is tr- is truly to for protection and law and order yeah. and for these yeah. guys to kind of be freelancing and kind of soiling what he's trying to accomplish with this you know with this security force or whatever i think that just gives him more justification to just be like yeah. these two got to go um, well you're like a cop i mean it 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 just kept making me think of that for this episode he's like you're like a cop or a captain in a corrupt you know system yeah yeah, and you're just trying to keep as keep as much civility for others as you can. It's like, it's, but sometimes people are just gonna, and innocent people are just gonna be taken out. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. He just has that look on, you know, that whole thing in his face. Yeah, and then Mercer tells Rosita and Daryl that they have to go ahead and pay Sebastian, and they're like, "What? Like, yeah." Um, you know, no, you, gotta win. you have to play the game. Like if you yeah. don't give him the, this money, you're just going to put a target on your back. You need to mm-hmm. let this play out. And then Mercer grabs both of the bags and he goes, I'll take the bags. They won't search me when I come in, yeah. which again, I think that's why Carol can do what she does with right. Cause Carol thinks like that too. Sometimes it's a part, even though there's a part of her that she hates, but it's the part that, that she, she can go in the, you know, in that zone, right? That, that, you know, well, yeah, Carol's an ends justify the means kind of person, yeah. right? Like, and she can ride the gray zone when she needs to. She's not, right? yeah. I mean, I think the thing with Mercer for me is I think Mercer's like a true believer and, mm-hmm. and Carol's more an ends justify the means kind of person. Like I have my, my set of values and I don't care what I have to sacrifice or, uh, or, and they both will do what they got to do. Yeah. And they yeah. both are people that, as much as they might hate what they have to do sometimes, they can live with it. So Sebastian comes in, uh, they give him the money, 
and then he hands some money back to Daryl and Daryl's like, what's this? And he's like, well, you're cut. Of course. Like what the hell? I, I, I expected Daryl to either just tell him he didn't want it or to just take it and light it on fire and, and toss it. Like, but you have to take it because I don't trust the guy. Right. Exactly. Take the bribe. Right. Yeah. Um, so then we come back to Lance. It, in it's his- a, it, it's a, <laughs> it's such a like slap in the face. It is. Yes. Thing yes. Uh, uh. I also, so Mercer's just like Sebastian's cool with Mercer knowing what was going on. Like I was also trying to wonder that part of it. Like he's just like, I guess Mercer knows. Okay. Like that's, that was well, the thing. He's right. He plays the game too, right? He knows yeah. his play. I think, gonna, I think Sebastian knows that. I think he's, he's interacted enough with Mercer I mean, mm-hmm. think about it. He's kind of been like Sebastian's been forced on Mercer in multiple occasions. And I'm sure Mercer right. has probably bailed him out of all kinds of depravity that Sebastian oh, has done. Right. So, yeah. So my guess is, yeah, he just doesn't care. Like he knows Sebastian's not going to go rat him out because that'll. Sure. Yeah. He ain't pulling on the thread that but, much. But again, it, I think right. it just reinforces how bold. Like Sebastian obviously is headed for a very big fall, right? Like yes. I mean, obviously that 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 yes. that his he's going to get his at some point, and right. the, the more they throw it in everybody's, he throws it in everybody's face. It just to me that just says like, okay, that this fall is going to be that much harder when it when it finally mm-hmm. comes. Um, so we cut back to Lance, who's trying to get a hold of Carlson, um, and then Carol comes in. And rats out Sebastian and is like, oh, they, you know, did the money and they sent all these people. And Lance is like, oh, thank God. I'm so glad they finally found that money because this was getting ridiculous. And Carol's like, oh, like she didn't realize Lance was in on it. And of course, Lance was in on it. Lance is in on everything. If there's something crooked or shady going on, Lance has got a a taste of it. Oh, yeah. And a lesser character who can't do it like this shows how you know carol's used to doing she's done this before like she's able to pivot and not show how you know like if this was um if this was uh what's uh, what's her boy her at her um ezekiel 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 this is ezekiel he would not have been able to to fake this you no, know, his, his, no, 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 no. Ezekiel's way, way too altruistic. Right. I mean, he's very, and that that makes it sound negative, but he's he's it's much not. more. Um, he's too good. Like Carol, yeah. Carol's not afraid to. Which she's said before, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, it's, but with her, it's like she would she in her eyes because she's a good actor with this. When she caught, you know, when he when he does that, oh, that you know shows he's just as bad. She's able to just hold that, pivot it, and be like, huh. Now she, now she plays the, I'm the, you know, I guess it comes from also um, living in an abusive situation. She's had to play so many roles just to survive. Yeah. You know, an evil man, right? Yeah. So she's a, so she just, she automatically turns the switch to be the, you know, I'm just the person. I'm just the 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 you know the ignorant person that doesn't know how things go. And now you're teaching me, and I'm learning from you, kind of thing. Do you think <clears throat> so? At the end, you know, Lance is like, "Oh, I'm so glad I finally have somebody that that gets it right, that understands mm-hmm. you know, what's yeah." So, 
and then Carol just kind of quickly doesn't say much and then leaves. Do you think Lance suspects her of maybe putting a false front on, or do you think Lance thinks that she's on board with what he's got going on? It wasn't real clear to me because he picks up the the walkie again, and I'm assuming it, he was picking up the walkie to try and get a hold of Lance. I don't because at first I was like, oh, is he picking up the walkie to have somebody watch her? And I'm like, no, he's probably obviously trying to get a hold of Lance. So. But I, I couldn't tell if he if he's become suspicious of Carol and said that to make her think that he's not onto her, or if he truly at this point doesn't think Carol's up to. I think he's yeah. feeling it. Now. I think he's he is he is wanting to connect with Carol. Just he just wants to connect with somebody. I'm sure other situations of when he's when the true him has come out, people have been horrified, but they're too scared. To, to do anything about it. I think he's, he wants to connect with somebody. And I, I think that he, I think it, it's just that his desperation to connect is the thing that you want. I, Even evil people need, <laughs> need some kind of companionship or, or not. I mean, not in terms of it has to be romantic, but just connecting with somebody that you can be yourself with. I think that he certainly would like that, but doesn't necessarily trust anybody. Right. And he trusts everybody to no. be the person he thinks they are. Yeah. And as of now, I think he feels Carol's probably something of a puzzle um, mm-hmm. that seems to be on his side, but he can't quite tell. And he'd kill her in a heart. I mean, it's just the thing. That's like, the other thing. Not yeah. even a thought. He, he trusts, he, he trusts yeah. anyone as far as he can throw. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair. And I, I'll have them killed if, in, you know, if I get any whiff of something different. So we cut back to Negan and his crew and he talks to Herschel and he tells Herschel that he's like, you go back, you help your mom fix up your, your house. And when you get older and you get bigger, you come, you come back to me and we'll settle and we'll settle this. And I was like, wow. Okay. You, you tell Tarantino. Yeah. I said, um, and then we find out that Ian didn't have the guns. And so then was it, is it Gabriel that says, well, if, if Ian didn't have the guns, who had the guns? And then we go two weeks ago, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this is good." Uh-huh. And uh, we see, you know, somebody, uh, a soldier running away on the or on the ground. Somebody comes over him, pull pulls her head up, slits her throat, and we look up, and it's Leah. And Leah's looking mighty the badass uh, at this at yeah. this point. <laughs> but Leah's looking pretty tough, like. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like a lot tougher than I think even when we saw her last time. So well, there's more stuff that happened, right? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Lost her family. She's out in that world. So Leah has returned. So we'll see what, uh-huh. uh, and she has, she has the guns. So it will be interesting to see what's going on with this. If she's by herself, she find a new group. Is she, right? you know, what, what's up? So, uh, the plot thickens as they say. Yeah. It was interesting to see where that, was going uh, I, I I expect you know I expected Leah to come back in some way and it's like okay so that's an interesting wrinkle what does this add to it we'll find out um, backing up a step I mean I feel like we get a good idea of what's going to lead to Daryl going against the hilltop right yeah yeah because they have to bring they're going to bring all those apartment people back to the hilltop or whatever so it's gonna be some yeah, kind of, yeah. I took it as Negan's people are gonna are gonna go back to Hilltop. Gonna go back to Hilltop, and then yeah. whether or not there's something sly going on with Daryl and 
his part of this in the in the weeks to come or whatever. There's, I can see why Mer, you know Mercer or whoever would send them after the hilltop to resolve something or Lance, I guess, would send something. Yeah. But we'll see. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, how many busters do we give this episode, Aaron? How many busters? Um, I mean, I like this episode quite a bit. I'd say four busters. It's it's doing it's a solid like continuation of the thing from last week. I was initially hesitant on like, oh, there's also this Daryl subplot thing going on, but I it ended up working quite well. I think it edited together as well as it did. Um, the Negan stuff was really good. The the character stuff in general, I enjoyed. You know, minor quibbles about the the logic of the whole heist mission thing i still enjoyed what they're going for with that so like yeah i think it's a solid episode four busters daryl uh yeah i I really enjoyed it i did um in the previous episodes before it that lead up to this so um yeah the action was really really good in this um yeah four out of four out of five busters i think it was really good i think they it's more it's really interesting to see you know like what's you know what's going to happen when they all you know collide when all these little uh, uh you know worlds collide uh, which seems to be coming very soon yep uh, i'll also give it a four i i enjoyed this episode quite a bit i think again i i kind of alluded to it earlier but the, the fact that i continue to be very conflicted in my feelings for Negan like as in if I, if I put myself in the world of these characters could I be able to even if not forgive Negan but to learn to accept him as part of the group and it, it's it's very it's it, it I don't think I have a good answer I mean it, it's it's so it's it's almost like an unanswerable question but when you th- when you think back from Negan's perspective of you know, however he formed, you know, the, the saviors and and how that came about and his iron rule, you know, his mindset of just being able to survive and, you know, going what he went through and then sees Rick's group as kind of a threat to his group and to the way things were going and then his response like it and then all of that to kind of fall apart and then realizing that there's another way to and seeing it directly, that there's another way to live, that you don't, you know, from his perspective, you had to be a tyrant and you had to be, a, you know, a warlord or whatever you want to call it in order to survive in this world or you're dead. And for him to kind of come around and see firsthand through his incarceration and everything else that it doesn't have to be that way. It it just it's it's just a very interesting human experiment to to try and get right with yourself and, and see if it's yeah. something you could, you could, you could learn to accept. Um, Cause we never get, I mean, we, we don't really in TV and in film, we don't really get to see a criminal rehabilitate. Not really, really. I mean, it's saying and doing something like just terrible, like the you know, like not an accidental death or something like that. That's usually the take that they do. You know, they do an accidental thing uh, or something, um, or or you know, some kind of crime that led up to even more stuff, ha- bad stuff happening, and then it's a little bit easier for the character to get redemption. But I mean, 
there's I think there's a number of antiheroes like the Sopranos, for example, where you're like you're dealing yeah. constantly with people that do terrible things on the regular, but you also get but to know they, through their lives. They do certain things, even in the Sopranos. Their thing is they make sure that you know he doesn't hurt kids. He's not abusive to women for the most. I'm turning in in that world compared to even worse. They make sure to show even worse people than him so that he doesn't look like the most terrible person. And then he does something really terrible. And then you're like, oh, you get reminded he is the villain. I can agree that it's a rarity that you see this kind of thing explored. But it's a rarity that you get to see, you know, someone does these things and then comes back, you know, then tries to come back from it. And they're not trying to redeem him, though. That's the thing. They're not trying to to redeem him in our eyes. No. It's just a point of, can you deal with it? Yeah. And again, you're in a situation where the world is ended. So, right. you know, every person that you can have that believes in what you're doing is one less person that is out there trying to do it against you or, you know, is right. one less person to help defend you from those out there that would do you harm. So it's a very, mm-hmm. it's a, it's, it's a very complicated situation. It is. And again, is it's great. Like you said earlier, Aaron, the fact that, you know, that is even going through my head is is kind of a credit to mm-hmm. Jeffrey D. Morgan and to the writers to to just not make him a one dimensional mustache twirling villain that we kind of right. were introduced exactly. to, you know, for the most part, that's how he's introduced is, you know, the, you know, you know, bombastic language and the, and the, you know, constant cursing and the, you know, right. the, the bat and the whole nine yards and to now see him. You know, I mean, we definitely see where he can kind of fade back into that persona when he needs to, but mm-hmm. it's not, that's not his like forward, forward persona. So anyway, I, I, I just, I just continue to be fascinated with, uh, with, with trying to think my way through how I would, uh, react. So mm-hmm. anyway, but that's what we think about this episode. Um, but we have some comments over at the Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash WDTV podcast. Um, so we have some stuff there. Do you, do we want to? Yeah, I can read these out here. Um, okay. We got our buster ratings here on the Facebook group. As Russ mentioned, the first one's from Mike Jones. He writes four Reaper leftovers out of five. This was a solid five for me until the end reveal of who actually took the weapons. Okay, I thought the Negan Maggie dynamic was great here. Love the episode flipping back and forth between the two stories. Mercer has been amazing all season. Hopefully, this momentum carries into the thirty-five spinoffs AMC has planned. Uh, Richard Cherry Choppy Cherryton writes four point five. I echo what Mike Jones above has said out of five, but I actually like the reveal at the end. Yeah, why? Well, I don't. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. He doesn't like. He doesn't like. Leah. I'm not with you on the, the the on the anti-Leah reveal at the end. Uh, Kevin Barry writes uh, 4.5 second hidden room in the closet of the season out of five. <laughs> One of my favorite episodes so far of the season, and with all the different parts, I think they did a great job of storytelling. I will say I forgot about Leah and did not realize it was her right away during the end reveal. Let me jump to this short one before this long one. Brent Jones writes, four deets out of five. Best episode of the season so five, in my opinion. Fun to see Officer Daryl Dixon. Indeed. And, of course, we have a message here from Yukiyoshi Sawada. He writes, four, cleansing the Commonwealth out of five. One, the trooper lieutenant interrupting Daryl and Carol's conversation. Rude. Two, 
I'll give the Sebastian Sec two points for not just sending him in blindly. He has a code and a way in that gets credit. Three, Sebastian, I'll threaten your kids. I think it's die, 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 die. Die, 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 me. And what's stopping me from telling your mommy that you're skipping around on your punishment for being an idiot? Yeah, we work. it works both ways. You sorry excuse for a human being named after a crab. Good RJ, third grade, wow. Four, Sebastian, hey, who said a hey thing about hurting kids? I was saying as a question, like, hurt some kids? Either way, saying you can make their lives easier or worse, both are threats. Plus, he changed his tune on that threat because he remembered these people don't care about who his son is, whose son he is. Five, my dude, wouldn't it be Easter easier just to counterfeit the money doubt anybody is checking for serial numbers these days? Uh, <laughs> the holograms are still a bitch. Yeah, they, they have a, a dark light scanner and everything. A black light scanner. Uh, six. Wait, Negan's married? It's only been a month and a week since we separated. Negan, don't worry. Yo, it's all in one of those folk songs and about to listen to the whole track and you'll get the whole story. Just 59 songs. Me, 59 songs. It's only been a, about a month and a week. Yeah, I think we I think we debunked that. Uh, yeah, we cleared that yeah. up. Seven, Negan. Hey, Maggie, your son was fought by the your son was fought by the stormtroopers. Don't worry, he's safe. Maggie, da 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 da. If you do anything to him, I Negan. How am I still the bad guy here after saving an eight year old from Nazis? <laughs> eight, uh, Daryl. We gut up, then we go. Gut up. It's a thing. Nine. Oh, April. We did not know you long, but rest assured, Macer, Mercer will personally make your kids sure your kids are taken care of. Even though you had literal armor on, sadly, it wasn't the type of armor Rosita is wearing. April would give you mercy. Ten. Aaron, Mercer are tired of this corrupted bullshit. Like I said at the top, it's time to cleanse the Commonwealth. Nine. Okay, one more point to Sebastian. I mean, he could not paid. He could have not paid them. Sure, I'm not enough, but a small amount is better than nothing. Really hoping when Lance was trying to call t- Toby, no Mercer, by the way, that Gabriel would instead answer, "No, Fire Squad is here, but you can call me Gabriel." <laughs> uh, uh, twelve. <laughs> Uh, Lance, it's nice to be able to talk to someone who sees the big picture. Not many can. Carol, while I'll let you get back to your work, I'm going home to bake some cookies just for you. Lance, I love cookies. Carol, oh, good. Everybody who enjoys my desserts just can't say anything bad about them. Uh, 13. Leah, now I know what you think. I have to be stupid or crazy to come back to Virginia just to get revenge, and the answer is yes. Okay, the walking facts. A... One, Negan's speech to Herschel Ray at the end is similar to the speech that Beatrix Guido gave to a young girl whose mother she just killed and killed in volume one. Yeah, Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, This was another great episode. I just have to say it's about time Herschel gets some screen time. I feel like he's just been used as a prop for Maggie. Yeah, I think we addressed that too. So, yeah. Yeah. So if you want to have your Buster ratings uh, read on the show as well, be sure to visit our Facebook group page, facebook.com slash group slash WDTV podcast. We have a Big old group here. We try to post everything, including my write-ups for the week's episodes, and as well as, our, of course, our Buster rating recaps and all these things. Cool. All right. Well, that's the end of the episode. So, uh, Daryl, since you've been gone for a couple weeks, where can people find what you're up to on the Internet? 
Uh, well, you can just look me up on the Twitter at the Voice One Two Three, and uh, you can also look up TaylorNetworkPodcast.com and and see stuff. Excellent, Mister North. You can find me all over the place, but I have a podcast called Out Now with Aaron and Abe. My friend Abe and I talk about weekly movie releases uh, on that show. We also cover com- do commentary tracks and other fun stuff. Um, I'm writing over at We Live Entertainment. You can find my reviews for The Walking Dead there, as well as everything else I do as far as movies and some other TV stuff. I write for Wise the Blue for Blu-ray and Criterion Reviews. I do some variety stuff occasionally, and I'm on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Russ? Yeah, just stay tuned here, hhwled.com for this podcast, uh, as well as uh, Gotham by Geeks over at Mr. Taylor's Taylor Network of Podcasts. Um, we'll be posting our The Batman review up pretty pretty soon, so definitely check that out. Um, so thanks, everyone, for listening. We will be back next week. Um, we're getting down to two more episodes until part two of the three-part eight episode chunk of, uh, of the show is, uh, is complete. And then we'll just be down to that last third. So, uh, thanks everyone for listening until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth. Gut up or shut up. <laughs> <laughs>